Hello and welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 74. And today I'm going to be talking about SIM cards when you travel and basically why I don't use SIM cards when I travel, but um, I want to tell you why so you can kind of make the decision on your own. So um, I'm sure you know that a SIM card is basically when you travel, um, when you land in a country, you can switch over to the local countries like um, mobile service essentially and you can use all their technology for their mobile service and so it's you when you get there you switch it I don't think you have to do it physically anymore I think you can do it online or just call um, somebody and get the uh, I guess like an email with a QR code or something like that um, and you can just do it like that. But I don't think these days you have to go in and have somebody open up your phone and replace the physical SIM card anymore. But um, I know before you used to have to do that. and It was pretty a pretty big hassle. But now I don't think you can. So, uh, again, a lot of travelers will say when you land in a foreign country, um, go to the nearest store and get a local SIM card. Um, part of the reason why they do that is because you want to have a local number um, when you're meeting people, when you're meeting girls, and you exchange numbers, and you want the girl, the local girls, to know that you're not kind of just like a foreign tourist, and that you have like a tie to the city. Um, you know, I guess they don't need to know how long you're going to stay there, or whatever. But the whole theory used to be. You want the girls that you meet to think that you're local or whatever. You're there for work for a long time or something like that. But again, I've never really bought into that theory. Um, and I'll tell you why exactly. And that's because when I travel, I always work basically back here in the U.S. I have my own you know, personal injury law firm. By the way, uh, woodforklaw.com if you need a personal injury lawyer here in Arizona. But um, I'm always working, though, when I travel. I use my laptop, I use my phone or whatever um, to do, the, do my cases back here in the U.S. So I have to have access to my local phone number, and I need to be able to call back to the States. I need people from the States to be able to call me. I mean, I always answer my phone when I'm traveling. Um, I talk to clients when I'm traveling. I pick up new cases when I'm traveling. So I always need to have my my American phone ringing when I'm traveling. And so with a SIM card, that wouldn't happen. The biggest problem with SIM cards is that when you switch them out, you don't have access to your American phone anymore. And so that's obviously a problem um, because you're going to get a new phone number. You're going to get the country, the, the country you're in. You're going to get their lo uh, local phone number for, for them. And so you're not going to be able to use your um, your American number. Now, I think in 2022, as the time I'm recording this podcast, there might be some plans where you can or some SIM cards that you can buy overseas where you can still access both your phone and the local phone. But again, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I've never used them. That's for sure. Um, and again, what I'm talking about is, you know, the past years where I, I couldn't afford to not have my American phone working when I was traveling. And so, and, uh, uh, so basically the problem, and then 
you can do it. And what a lot of people have said is that um, to fix that problem of, you know, if you were working back in the U.S., is that you can just switch out your SIM card and put your American SIM card back in at night, essentially, and check your messages and call to the U.S. and do all that stuff. But, you know, that's a big hassle, obviously. And again, if you work, you know, if you work while you're traveling, then that's not going to, you know, that's not going to work. Another big problem, especially nowadays, is that a lot of email sign-ins or app sign-ins or website sign-ins that you belong to, a lot of those have what's called two-factor two-factor authentication. And if you don't know what two-factor authentication is, you've probably dealt with it, but you just know that's what it was called. And essentially, that's when you're, you try to sign in to an app or an, uh, uh, a website or whatever, and they want to send you a text message to make sure it's you, or they send you an email with a, uh, a confirmation number, a number that you have to plug in to make sure it's you. Um, and so it's one of those things where they're kind of double-checking when you sign in. You're not just signing in with your passport and your username. Um, nowadays, a lot of places do what you do that two-factor authentication and send you, like I said, they usually send you a text message saying, did you try to log into this site and here's your code or whatever, some variation of that. Um, but anyways, if you're traveling and you pull out your SIM card, then you don't have that two-factor identification anymore. Um, so you won't be able to get onto the websites or the apps that you usually use when you're overseas because you won't be able to do the two-factor identification because your SIM card is out, your American SIM card with all that, with all those passwords and all that, you know, data is taken out. So you won't be able to, to log in unless, again, you take out the European SIM card, put in the, or the other country's SIM card wherever you're at and put back in your American SIM card so that you can um, do the two-factor identification. So again, you can see that all that is a, a big hassle. And again, that's why I don't use SIM cards and I never have. Um, in fairness, so I've never been anywhere for you know two or three months at a time. I think the longest I've been anywhere was a month in uh, Ukraine back in 2021. Um, but And so, I mean, if you stay for a very long time, then maybe you can get a European SIM card. But it's still, I mean, if you're working back in the U.S., then you can't, um, you, you can't afford to not have your U.S. phone. So, and then with all that said, and uh, again, the reason why I don't use it is because there's really no point, not, not that there's no point, but the, the Verizon International Travel Plan that I use for, for when I travel, um, it seems like it's good enough. I mean, I just added this travel plan to my Verizon service, and it's very easy to do. Just go on, you know, if you have Verizon, just go, or whatever you have, Verizon or T-Mobile, whatever it is your, your service provider is, just go on their website, and they probably have some type of travel plan. And essentially, at least with Verizon, it's only like $10 a day. Um, when you go somewhere and like the minute your plane is landing, you'll get a text message that you've switched over to the local um, lo local service, basically. But it's still with Verizon, though, and, and it'll take care of everything for you. Um, I know one of the drawbacks for Verizon and one of the people things that people complain about is that the data is not a lot. You only get like four, I think it's 5G speed for like the first 500 millibytes, I think, of uh, data. And so 
and then it drops down to like 2G after that. Um, and so it, it, you know, the speed of your, your internet service when you're overseas may be slower than, again, if you were to have a, uh, uh, European SIM card. Uh, but uh, I've always traveled with Verizon. It's always been good enough. I haven't really experienced anything, um, any downside that was, you know, that I, I really noticed. And part of the reason why is because um, I use Wi-Fi whenever I'm traveling. And so if I'm somewhere, if I'm at the mall or whatever, um, I'll just log onto the Wi-Fi. And the Wi-Fi, you know, obviously you can get onto the Internet and your apps and everything else. Um, you don't need to use your data. So the, any type of data limitations on the Verizon plan um, don't really come into play. So, again, that's kind of one of the ways that I do it. And, again, you can, and if you do, like, Zoom calls back it, or to the U.S. or you do Skype or anything like that, if you're, you know, doing anything for work back in the U.S., then you can use the Wi-Fi um, instead of the data. And so any type of Verizon limitations don't matter with that either. So... Again, with all that said, though, I, I just don't use the SIM cards. I mean, if you, if, I mean, it's your choice if you think that they're more, um, if they're better for what you're trying to do when you're in Europe, then by all means do it. Um, you can go on any um, blog or YouTube channel and research the different SIM cards in Europe or wherever you're traveling to and find out what's best for you. But I'm just saying I've been traveling quite a bit since 2016 and I've never used a SIM card. So and it's been fine. Just again, just go on your 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 uh, mobile service tra and get the travel plan and that'll be good enough. So anyway, so that's it for SIM cards. If you ever wondered what those are and if you need to use them when you're traveling, um, that that's it. Maybe 10 minutes of explaining that. Um, I want to thank you again for listening, and like I said before, if you're interested in getting cheap flights, the only real legitimate way to get cheap flights, um, go to my website at solomailtravel.com slash flights, and there you can download the free PDF. It's only like three or four pages of the actual steps to get cheap flights, and again, really the only legitimate way to get cheap flights um, and so um, that'll help you if you're looking to fly somewhere. But anyways, again, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next Thursday. Thanks.